Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an international leadership podcast. Business coach Bob Reich tackles the issues that plague business professionals today. With candor and transparency, he provides real-life answers to the real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's greatest circumstances. Welcome to Here's the Caveat. Take it away, Bob. Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an intentional leadership podcast with Coach Bob Risch. I'm Bob Risch, your host, and I thank you for joining us again this week. As we focus on this new year, a lot of great things are starting to begin. We are no longer in 2020, we are in 2021. And the great news is, is not only does 2021 have its own set of problems, as many of you have figured out, it also has its own set of opportunities. Thinking back to 2020, so many people want to forget 2020, and I think that's the biggest mistake we can make as professionals and leaders. A lot of things happened, happened in 2020. A lot of new things happened in 2020. A lot of things that have never happened before and things that we never would have dreamed would have, that happened in 2020 happened. As a leader, instead of thinking, I want to forget and move on to something else, as a leader, we should think back and think, what did we learn? What did we see that was new? How can we take what happened to us and use it to grow in 2021? As we enter this new year, I'm excited about the opportunities. My question to you today is, what is wealth? When you think of wealth, when you think of money, when you think of being rich, what does that mean? As I have interviewed many insurance agents and financial professionals and people that are going into a commission-based position, I had a very unique question that I asked. How much money do you want to make? Fair question. I got a lot of different answers. $35,000 a year. $50,000 a year. $100,000 a year. A million. A billion. Unlimited. What I was looking for was not the amount of money that they wanted to make. What I was looking for was how big could they think. Could they think in a different paradigm? Could they think bigger than what they've ever experienced? Could they think in a way that made them uncomfortable? When people would tell me, I want to make $35,000 a year, I want to make $30,000, even $50,000. I shook their hand and thanked them for their time. Because when that was big to them, they would never believe they could make 100000 They could never believe that they could make a million. They could never believe in something bigger. I often had people that said, I want to make a million dollars. I want to make a billion dollars. I even had people that say they want to be the first trillionaire. I would smile and shake their hand and say welcome aboard. Although that I knew and they knew that that expectation was unrealistic, 
what I saw was their, the opportunity for them to see something bigger. When we talk about wealth, when we talk about money, many people pull back. Many people get nervous. Many people get very uncomfortable. As I would teach insurance agents to ask multiple questions in multiple areas, the one area that they struggled with was the questions about money. It was the questions about how much do you make? How much do you have in the bank? How much is your Social Security? How much do you need to live for the rest of your life? They would struggle with those questions because the assumption was that was none of their business. Why? Because that's what society teaches us. It teaches us that you don't ask about money, and I would argue, I would say that that's the first thing that you need to ask somebody about. I ask people their age all the time. I ask women their age as an insurance agent. Growing up, I was always told, never ask a woman her age. I ask women their age every single day. Why? It's because it's information that I needed to help them take care of their needs. As an insurance agent, when I sold insurance, the older they were, the more expensive it was. The younger they were, oftentimes it was cheaper. And there's other variables, of course. The mindset. The one question that they would always ask first was, what does your health look like? How's your health been in the last three years? To me, those were more personal questions. What I would find is insurance agents had no problem asking those questions. My thought was those were even more personal. They had great success asking those questions. Why? Is because they asked them with confidence. They asked them because they had that confident tone that they needed that information to take care of the person's need. And most of the time, the potential client or the customer would answer them but they struggled with the money. Why? It's about mindset. I have no problem asking people about money. I have no problem asking how much they make. How much do they have? Why? It's because it's information. And in my mind, I need that information to help them take care of their needs. A solid foundation can take a direct hit, but it can always be built upon. We all have had those financial hits. We have all had those medical hits. We have all had those hits that hit us and knocked us back to the bottom. And we always built ourselves back up. Is $60,000 a lot of money? Is a million dollars a lot of money? It's all about your perception. It's all about what you think. After a disaster, poof, everything is gone except the foundation. The foundation still stands. What we need to do as leaders is build that foundation. What we need to do as leaders is build a foundation that can be built upon and bit stronger and stronger and stronger and go higher and higher and higher. So when we do have those setbacks, when we do have those disasters, when we do have those things that happen to us, whether it's medically or financially or emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever it may be, we will always go back down to our foundation but as we build that foundation higher, higher, and higher, we don't go down as far as we did before. So we start over, but yet we start at a higher level. It's all about how you think. It's all about what you think. 
Today I want to talk about how to think bigger. How to think with a bigger mindset and have a bigger dream. And our goals process, we use a process called Master Goals. And when we talk about Master Goals, we talk about the art of thinking big. We talk about how to think bigger. When you think bigger, you dream bigger. When you think bigger, you dream bigger. Don't be afraid to have those bigger dreams. Don't be afraid to dream of those businesses that you want to have. Don't, don't be afraid to think about not only the business, but how it's going to look in one year, two years, five years, ten years, even a hundred years. Our brains will always try to keep us comfortable. Our brains will always try to take the least the path of least resistance, and our brains never want to take a risk. What our brains will do is take that fear and convince you that you can settle for less. Oh, you really didn't want to do that. Oh, we really didn't want to have that. Where we are now is perfectly okay. Don't allow fear to hold you back. Don't allow the way you think. Don't allow your brain to convince you that where you're at is okay and be willing to settle for less. Use fear to drive you. Use fear to allow you to get where you need to be. I love to speak. I love to be on stage. I love to be in the classroom. I will tell you when I get on stage that fear sometimes can be intimidating, yet it's the power that I have. As I walk on stage, my knees may shake. I may have a hard time breathing. I watch that audience. And that fear wants to tell you, stop and go away. You don't want to do this. You can do something else. I allow that fear to make me sharp. I allow that fear to make sure that I'm prepared. I make sure that fear drives me to make sure that I'm clear. Yes, I know my content. Yes, I know how to speak. I've prepared. I've rehearsed. I've practiced over and over and over again. My only fear when I get on stage is really what drives me because my only fear is that when I'm done that somebody might be confused. Somebody might be more confused than what they were when they came in. That's my biggest fear. I will do everything I can to make sure I'm as clear as I can be so when people leave, they are clear of my point and what I was saying. They can agree or disagree, that's okay. If they agree, that's great. If they disagree, that's great. And I've had people tell me they've completely disagreed with what I've said and I don't have a problem with that because I understand that they understand the point I was making and it's okay when somebody doesn't agree. It's okay when somebody doesn't see it your way. You were successful in getting your point across in a clear manner. That is the fear that drives me. So I understand my audience. I know who they are. So when I'm done, I know that I delivered a clear message of what was on my heart so they can have the opportunity to take that message to where they need to. When you think bigger, you attract bigger audiences. When you think bigger, you attract bigger.
bigger audiences. More people want to listen to you. More people want to hear what you have to say. More people want to have what you stand for. They may not need your product. They may not understand your product. But that's not what you're selling. What you want them to see is you. What you want them to understand is your passion and why you do what you do. Because the most powerful marketing message is this. When people understand the reason you are who you are, and you help them understand their needs, that is when they will align their needs with your service or your product, and only then. That is the most powerful marketing message you can ever have. When you think bigger, you attract bigger audiences. As we become more intentional leaders, we allow ourselves to be more transparent and more vulnerable to an audience that needs us. What people are looking for in an intentional leader is somebody who, number one, understands them and cares about them. That can be scary. And they're looking for somebody who understands who they are because that is who they're looking up to and looking to to help them get where they need to be. As an intentional leader, are you willing to not only be successful, but be significant? The purpose of a business, number one, is to create value. The second purpose of a business is to generate revenue. Richard Branson says, if you get into business to make money, you are out of business. You don't get into business to make money. You get into business, and the purpose is to create value, and then money becomes nothing more than the result of your value that you share with others. What people are looking for is your value. Are you willing to think big enough to have that value become bigger and greater, not for you, but for those people around you? Here's the caveat. When you think bigger, you have a bigger attraction to people that want to know who you are because people are looking for a leader that can be significant in their lives. Are you willing to be that leader? Are you willing to think bigger even though it's more uncomfortable? Are you willing to think bigger even though there's more risk? Are you willing to think bigger to help someone else who without you may never get their needs met? Something to think about. And there's the caveat. Thank you for listening today. It is an honor and a privilege to have you as a part of Here's the Caveat. If you would like to reach out to us today, or if you have any questions, you can reach us at 623-628-1996, or email us at coach at bobrish.com. Please follow our LinkedIn page at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Robert Rish. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter under Coach Bob Rish or Caveat Institute. You can also visit us at bobrish.com and learn more how Caveat Institute can meet and serve your needs. Also, please consider sponsoring this podcast. 
Without your support, this podcast would not exist. It is because of your listening and financial support that allows us to impact the world. We have thousands of listeners in over 50 countries because of you. I ask you to consider sponsoring us by placing an advertisement on this podcast or donating at the link provided. Again, it's been an honor to speak with you today. Please enjoy other episodes and stay tuned to another episode next week. And thank you in advance for sharing this podcast and allowing others to receive the value that you have received today. Have a fantastic day and don't be afraid to be great. This is Bob Risch signing off. See you next week for another episode of Here's the Caveat.